Hello everyone, welcome to another not so exciting edition. <laughs> I'm just kidding, the Real Estate Podcast, episode 141. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trev. And I'm smoking a yellow cigarette with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's it's kind of low energy today. I'm feeding off of you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just not, you know... You're not f- f- feeling it. Um, Turn the lights down low, dude. Well, I mean, and th- this is this is this is kind of disappointing for me because I mean, uh, what episode is this, Adam? One forty-one. One forty-one. We're doing fucking once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, I mean, Tarantino. I'm happy. I mean, let me get about I'm, two of these in. I'll was, be real happy. I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting the two of you guys to come in ready. I to am. Come on, let's go. All right, we're starting over on me and and all nah, this shit. Starting like, over. All right, take two. No, I'm a, I'm all right. Okay, down your down your I'm, scotch. Light the stogie. Huh. Fucking come at me, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm I put on a kind. The missus went to bed. I I got a cigar, lit up, poured a cognac, straight uh-huh. picante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? Um. The you want to start with the movie or the show? Yeah, let's get the movie out of the way. <laughs> I don't mean that so, in a bad way. Yeah. It's just the show won't take as long. Right. Hang on, let me I get love, my notes. <laughs> I love how this movie I love how Change this history. Movie para, well, it paralleled a Oh, I love the alternate history twist there. It um, made me happy. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Y'all, this oh, movie yeah. at the Cannes Film Festival Seven minutes standing ovation, dude. Clapping for seven minutes straight, and it was that ending. Because even at the end, when it like when it ended that way, I was just like, I, even I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" It Fuck went those off fucking the rail. hippies. It, like Tarantino went straight. This is my fucking movie. Y'all forgot who I am. Yeah, you must have thought I lost touch. Snapping necks, cashing checks, and changing history. I, I there's so much good about the movie that I loved. We open. Like, I, lo- I love we how open the movie with this played out like a western. We open this badass bounty law, yeah, trailer for fucking CBS. <laughs> All that shit was awesome, dude. The old footage that they kind of put him in. in, and that was really cool. It was really cool. All that footage was real. Yeah, all those westerns were real. That's that movie that he's playing the like 007 well, guy. I know. Uh, I know you guys have been following this thing. Y'all y'all kept the finger on the pulse since it was announced. I'm pretty sure it's been documented throughout the length of our us doing this. But um, I mean, it was fucking cool. So like, yeah, because I think it was it was one of it was either of you guys had brought up that. They were using footage, like they were recreating scenes. Griffin from, talked about it after he watched it from uh, old school. No, well, uh, no, y- y'all dropped it. Y'all talked about this like way, 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 way before y'all saw it. Because y'all, are, y'all been digesting the little tidbits on this movie's production. We've been minute, sucking right? this movie off all year, but even um, before it was released. Yeah, as soon as we heard it was coming. But uh. But, I, but yeah, but I mean, with that in mind, I, I went in knowing, you know, that the scenes and stuff, because I mean, some of this shit I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought it was cool that they were that they would do that. I, I love the the little I love the moment at the beginning when um, 
when when he was explaining who his driver was and he goes that's a fucking lie this yeah. motherfucker got drunk all the time and fucking needed a driver yeah <laughs> cut tube sitting in the back of that cop car <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like fuck this well, is he was talking was pretty, to pacino the, the movie was pretty much just like two and a half hours of two dudes just doing shit yeah real friends (laughs) that was a friendship there yeah and it worked it worked it was cool i liked it i like how it went back and forth between them yeah like you know it would show you what motherfucker was doing for a little while then it cut to like brad pitt doing his thing and no i'm not i I just loved how direct brad pitt's character was he was no bullshit no because you know them you know them they kept they kept it they did a good job of early on in the film being like, all right, he killed his fucking wife. He's like a hair trigger away from losing his shit on mm-hmm. anyone. And they, they rode the, and he beat up Bruce Lee. Movie. He beat the shit out of some hippies while tripping on acid. That yeah. was fucking awesome. Dude, when they go into that, they are, right, we get the trailer. They, he's going to pick him up in the morning. They're going to the meeting. Um, he comes out of that meeting and that, he's like crying because he told him, he's like, we can send you overseas. Well, he told, he gave him the whole speech. Like, you see what they're doing to you. He's like, well, do you ever win? He's like, well, I'm, I'm heavy. So no, nah, I don't ever win. I always play bad guy. And he's like, this is what they're trying to do to you. And I never thought about that. Yeah. To top but that's casting. real. Well, after, because everybody loves him as what's his name? Bounty Law. Yeah, well, so everyone loved him for years. Like, the the one guy that with the gun was like, I had a fucking lunchbox. Like, everybody yeah. loved him. He The show was a hit. So now, after the show's been canceled and they're trying to bring in new people, they're always putting him in there as the bad guy. You know, every show yeah. he does, he's just the bad guy. that gets his ass kicked by the new guy. Like, Right. But, but when he comes true, out of there and he's like, I'm a fucking has-been, man. Yeah, he's like oh, that cigarette. Seeing, seeing him, seeing him trying to grip with that shit was some good acting. I'm a yeah. has been. He put his dude. He put his head on uh, Brad Pitt's shoulder and was. He's like, all right, now easy now. Come on. He's like, put yeah. these put these glasses on. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, that shit's <laughs> funny, man. Well, it was just cool how Pitt's character was like, I ain't gonna take a single ounce of shit from anyone or anything, but I'll still be your goddamn friend. You're you crazy. Know? Yeah, dude, you're Rick fucking Dalton. Yeah. Don't you forget that shit. So I yeah. didn't even realize he said that until Griffin pointed it out. Yeah. The other day, he's like, I was, because the first time I watch it, I'm too busy trying to, Follow I'm just trying story. to process everything. Yeah. So little lines like that just sneak by on you. And when you were, you were like, did you, I didn't even realize when he said this. So yeah, when I was watching, just, I was just waiting on yeah, it. And I was like, he did. Well, I mean, he they're, said, they're don't let the still- Mexicans see you crying. Like, well, like that moment too, where like at the end there, where uh, dude's like, "You want to come in and watch uh, watch FBI?" And homeboy's like, yeah. Oh, "Hell yeah, bro!" I, I got some old, I, I got some old Chattanooga in the back. Did y'all see that beer they created? He's, he's yeah. like, he's, he's like, that's the you know, he was pretty much like, that's I thought that was the name of the game, you know. Now, did y'all see the dog food Wolf Tooth? Yeah. So this was a brand that Tarantino created. When he opened the door, you see Wolf Tooth. Did you see? The two cans, when he first gets in his trailer, did you see the flavors of those cans? Yeah. <laughs> one was rat, one was raccoon. Yeah. Ugh. The one that was rat looked like wet newspaper when yeah. he dumped it out, and I was just like, ooh. The way that it would splash. Yeah, dude, the way it, ugh. Yeah. When he was tripping and he licks the shit. He had to yeah. test it out. You had to see what he was giving Brandy. <laughs> 
where he flipped them damn lights on and was like, wow, what the fuck? Because <laughs> his whole little portrayal was cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff at this. I mean, it was kind of made for people that love film. Yeah. To me, it was anyway, because it's like, I mean, we, normal people like us don't ever see behind the scene mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of the identity crisis that goes into the whole spill. Cause it's like, I mean, and it makes sense. Cause it's like, that's how you make your money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how you make your living. So of course, if you're a has been quote unquote, you're going to have some type of, you know, you're going to freak, freak out. Yeah. Now Tarantino is known for bringing people back. You know, that's his thing. He brings people back from the dead. Yeah. Which is, it's amazing. Like that he is, he's known as that guy. And there's so many people that look up to him as a director that are directors. Why are those people not kind of doing the same shit? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, like when me and Adam was on here going on and on about that fucking mate, that TV show that we were just making up on the spot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know the perfect fucking guy, dude. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. You know what I mean? You just picture him in every scene. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's so simple. Really? On the whole, it is. It's like, why aren't there more directors you think that are that are going out of their way to bring some of these people like, and yeah. like old people? Well, t- well t- TV's doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like TV's revigorating a lot of these careers, you know. But like, why not film? Because just think of the goofiest fucking people. Uh, look at Jack Black. You know, he's mm-hmm. not a has been anything like that. But look at him in like, you know, Orange County. Mm-hmm. And then look at his performance in Bernie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can get that out of these people. Yeah. So it's like, come on. Like, well, I think a lot of the problem is that sure. They, these ideas can, can, can manifest themselves and whatnot. But at the end of the day, if, if the person writing the script can't deliver something of quality, that's going to make these actors going to go to, Hey, I, I want to do, I want to pursue this role. Yeah. Well, when he was and, and, the- and that, that's the magic of Tarantino is that he can take something like the plot of like, if anyone else did this film, I do not think it would have been worth two fucks right. at all, but it's the way he writes the characters, the way he directs them, the way he gets you to give a shit about, about this time period again. Yeah. The scenery, man, I mean, when they're out driving around. That, All these landmarks shot, were real. Were they driving? Well, the mm-hmm. shot where he where he leaves Rick Dalton's and he's going home. Fast as takes, fuck. Yeah, and it ta- and that fucking he's stunt man in the fuck out. out. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like him going downtown. Like you mm-hmm. see all these, and it's just so cool, man. Like you know that, that's that okay. scene didn't even have to be in the movie. Nah. But it was so cool. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was showing you, too, just how far away he lived. Because when he left, it was still daytime. Yeah. When he got home, it was dark. Van Nuys. He lived way out there. Yeah. But uh, when he drives by that, you know, the theater that she uh, went to watch the movie, The Wrecking Crew in? Uh, That is now the New Beverly Cinema. 
Oh, really? Yeah, but back then it was some other famous, the, like all these landmarks and stuff. He put them in the movies. Like those restaurants, real. That's awesome. The, the Mexican restaurant they went to the night of, yeah. and the one, the other ones, that, the Sharon Tate, they were actually at that restaurant before that shit happened. Oh, really? Yeah, that shit's real, dude. All that happened. Wow. Stuff like that. Yeah. Was, you know. But the she driving around was. That was that was, and it, it, this the way that he films it though. Mm-hmm. Like you see it in this weird perspective, like as you're a passenger instead of like, you know. You feel like you're watching a movie. Yeah. You feel like you're watching a movie, but you also feel like you're there at yeah. the same time. Well, like those moments too, like the and I noticed they did them a lot. Um, the the car se- sequences where the camera's in the back seat and you feel like you're in the back seat because it's just they're yeah. hauling ass and you're you're hitting every bump with them, you know? Yeah. The, when uh, when Polanski and Tate are going down the hill, her hair's just going all over the place. and Yeah. yeah. They're going to the Playboy Mansion now, where they run into, what is it, Steve McQueen? Yeah. Now, this Mama Cass. <laughs> now, I don't know about you guys, but this movie clearly put uh, – Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish on full fucking blast. Yeah. Did y'all notice the the scene where he picks up the girl, the hitchhiker? uh, Yeah. Pussycat. We love our pussy. He's like, yes, we do. (laughs) That's what he said. Um, She puts her feet up on the windshield. Yeah. Did y'all notice that the mirror was gone? Did y'all notice the mirror was gone when she did that? And then after she gets out, it's back. No. That's the first thing I noticed, dude. I was like, oh, the fucking, they removed the rear view. Yeah, dude. Next time you watch it, look, it's gone. It's just been taken off completely. I guess it blocked a shot for some reason. I guess they had to take it down. But it was right before we picked her up, it's there. And then when she puts her feet up there, I'm like, where's the fucking mirror at? Yeah. It's the first thing I noticed. I didn't notice that at all. But that's that's crazy. And I love all these references to like, but when we talked about it a little bit, like everything, like, you know, Green Hornet and mm-hmm. fucking Bonanza and fucking all this shit. Try it's that just, again, Kato. Yeah, like that was. Well, he had that moment, too, where he was like, he couldn't get work on the film sets anymore. Yeah. And he went up on the roof. Did y'all see him parkour? Yeah. Jump up there. Put that fucking old Chattanooga in his pocket. Yeah. But he hops up there and he's lighting that cigarette and he thinks back on it. And fucking Bruce Lee's like, my hands are registered lethal weapons. Yeah. If I kill you, I go to jail. And he's like, if anybody kills anybody, they go to jail. Call manslaughter. (laughs) But then they fight and uh, he fucks him up, dude. So what the fuck? He said, you'd be a stain on his boxers. Yeah. Fucking car. Yeah. Now, I don't know if y'all realize, but the chick that came out and started screaming about the car, that's the chick from, um, yeah, you know, Hateful Eight. Yeah. Um, you know, Dollar the one that dude. gets off the... No, that's the one that goes in and like, can I get a piece of gum or something? And then they shoot her. You know, she wanted some coffee Yeah. and stuff. Uh, she's a stunt woman. Yeah. An Australian stunt you, woman that he's put yeah. in movies. Oh, it's, she's the one on, in Death Proof that rides on the hood of the car. That's her, yeah. yeah. Holding oh, the straps. Shit. Yeah. But um, also, there's a little Easter egg here. Y'all remember in Kill Bill, there's this scene where she talks about there was a group of people. There were four people, and she left the group. Yeah. 
she decided to leave the group well at the end of the movie you have the four of them walking up the hill and the one girl's like ah backs out and leaves yeah that was her daughter that's like her daughter in real life oh that's yeah he kind of worked you know he does stuff like that yeah yeah uh you know and y'all know y'all notice who that actress was oh she's the chick from stranger things yeah yeah that's uh uma thurman and what's his name from training day ethan hall yeah that's their kid that's fucking cool see harley uh, quinn yeah of course she Mm -hmm. only had like one line which is fine as long as she didn't have to laugh you know uh, anyway (laughs) anyway yeah whenever Uh, they're walking at the beginning Now, do y'all remember when they were getting that shit out of the garbage can? You can hear her laugh when they're in that garbage can. I know. But um, do y'all know what song that was that they were singing? No. That was one of Manson's songs. Oh, really? They were all like singing the song together. That's one of those songs that Charles Manson uh, recorded. Charlie's going to love you. Yeah. I bet he is. No, he will not. You know? (laughs) (laughs) He said, because this fucking screen door ain't going to stop me from coming in. Yeah. Red. Have uh, have y'all heard about the theories of uh, Stuntman Mike being um, Cliff? Have y'all heard about these stories? I kind of figured that they'd try to tie that in. Yeah. So I, that's something that I was just kind of... It's, it's pretty interesting because, you know... It's all the same just, universe. Yeah. I mean, and it, the timeline would kind of line up. Because, you know, I think that what the death proof stuff was in. It would it would line up with him being that age. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, Stuntman Mike, he's a Stuntman Cliff, you know. Like, yeah. Fuck it, you know. But, yeah, I thought that was pr- that was pretty interesting reading the theories and stuff up on that about, you know, he killed his wife and then he's just kind of laying low until all that was kind of forgot about. So was he soaking his face in ice water to get rid of the puffiness from drinking on that? Yeah. Is that what he was doing? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. And when he shook the director's hand, he's like, sorry, my hand's wet. He's like, that's all right. I'm used to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you won't, you won't put all this stuff on me. Nobody's going to know it's me. He's like, that's the point. Yeah. I don't want Rick Dalton. He He's wants like, the well, character. Fuck, dude. Yeah. But he acted his ass off in that shit. Didn't he, though? And the little thing, when he went over there talking to the little girl. Yeah. And he started talking about the book. And then he's like, damn. He's like, it's hitting a little too close to home. Yeah. That girl came over there and started patting him on the leg. And she's like. I don't like names like pumpkin puss, but I'm gonna let we'll talk about it later. Like, yeah, we'll go let that slide. But um, she's like, "What are you crying about?" And he's like, "You'll understand like 15 years." <laughs> like what? Nothing. Old pumpkin puss. <laughs> sit down and read you Walt Disney book. I'm sorry. Oh man! When he goes in that trailer, Travis. After he fucks his lines up, when he busts up in that trailer, shit. dude, and he's yeah, like, I'll dude. blow your goddamn braids out. Your brains will be all over that pool, you motherfucker. Like, don't you fuck this up. He's like, you're out here babbling. Blah, 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 blah. You don't know shit. Him picking that shit up, that flask, and starting to drink it. And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he throws it out the door. That shit was funny, oh. man. Yeah, it was. And then he went out there, dude, killed. Yeah. 
he's like, uh, I hope I didn't hurt you whenever I threw you on the ground. She's like, oh, I like to fall down. <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time, even when I'm not being paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Got knee pads. The director came over and he said, no kind of beaner bronco buster? He's like, I mean, you know, Shakespeare. You know, you just want <laughs> a little improv. <laughs> I like how he kind of had this like speech impediment thing going on too. Like he would stutter a lot and stuff. Like it, you know, it kind of adds a little bit more to his character. Yeah, because think about, he's got to overcome all that shit, you know, and and like not do that whenever he's, you know, acting and shit. Yeah, which was funny so, when they rolled the camera around. Yeah, and he leaned in. And he was like, "God damn it, what's my line?" And he's like, fuck it, I fucked it up. Yeah. He's like, we, trying to keep cut? it going. Can we cut? And he's like, no, keep going. He goes, come on, can we cut? Can we just roll it? Can we roll it back a little bit? Start from <laughs> yeah. one. And that one guy's just sitting there like, yeah. he's having a meltdown. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. How good was fucking 90210? He was good. Like it he said, is, that, is he the one from Boston? You the one from Boston? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he limped his ass in there. That was a cool scene. It what, was. About Al, what about Al Pacino not being his typical Al Pacino? Yeah. Yeah, he was great. I want to get you on some, some foreign films. And he's like, oh, man, those fucking movies are shit. He's like, have you seen any of them? I've seen enough to know they're shit. <laughs> but then, like, in the, in the end, they ended up being big deals. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of them, like. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's killing it, man. He's, he said they're going to do the, the one thing that best friends can do, and that's get blackout drunk. Yeah. <laughs> As he sits back there sipping his endless, I don't know, bottomless, bloody, uh, yeah. Bloody Mary. And coach with all that cigarette smoke. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it, dude. You got Rick up here with Francesca. Yeah, a jet lag Francesca's is home asleep. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. What at the end when he's like, uh, he's like, I'm gonna come to the hospital. He's like, No, I'll stay here with Francesca. It's like she took five sleeping pills. You boys are probably gonna have to come out later and wake her up. He's like, Not going there and lay with that creature. <laughs> that fine creature. <laughs> it's just I'm not gonna die. Like Ain't no sense of sitting around in the waiting room. Come in the morning, bring some bagels. They slide his ass in. He said, dude, what about this? It's too, it's too much to try to cover every goddamn thing in this movie. Yeah. But this damn fight scene at the end of this shit. Yeah. Was yes. fucking crazy, man. It was, it was great. When that dude comes in the door and he said, he's like, wait a minute. I recognize that. He's looking at him. He said, are you real? He said, I'm as real as a fucking donut. He just started laughing. <laughs> and he points his finger at him like a gun. And he said, no, nah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I recognize you guys. Yeah, from the ranch. He said, you were on a horsey. He's like, what's your name? What's your name? Like, He's like, I'm, I'm the devil. And I'm here to do the devil's work. He's like, nah, it was stupider than that. <laughs> what do you say, Jex? Yeah. That girl Rex. said, shoot him, Rex. And he said, shoot fucking, him, Tex. And he's like, Tex, that's it. Fucking stick that dog on him. That How, how about how about that dog, dude? dog was awesome. Fuck, that dog Brandy. fucked that chick up. <coughs> oh, my God. 
He said, you're not, you're not crying. Are you? Cause I will throw this shit in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Let's be whining. We've talked yeah, about I, that. I, I, I loved his relationship with his dog. Yeah. Dude, when he hit that chick in the, in the face with that can. Yeah. He fucked her up. Yeah. And, uh, more or less when he grabbed that bitch by the hair of the head and just proceeded to pulverize her face into that foam pole. Mm-hmm. That shit, whenever he, uh, she tackles him and he, he's like kind of over her and he looks down and that knife's in there and he like taps on it. it. He tapped it to the bone, bitch. (laughs) He wanted to know if it was real or not. And then he just grabbed her dude and just, just started smashing her into posters. (laughs) He was sitting there smashing her into that table and then he looked at her face and was like, oh, fuck it. You're done. Yeah. He fucking bashed Tex's face in with his foot. Yeah. He gave him the fucking... About he the just curve. straight stomped him out. Yeah. And Brandy's over here chewing this bitch up. Uh, she went running yeah. out of that house with that gun. Like... <laughs> she falls in the pole and then shoots in the air. And Rick He's like, I know exactly what, what to do. <laughs> He's like, thank God I had the flamethrower and it still works. Have you seen that meme? Mm-mm. Oh my God. It's somebody in a pool and it's a dude with a flamethrower. It's not from the movie. It's something out and it says nobody. And then at the top it's Rick Dalton. It says I'm Rick fucking Dalton. And it's got a fucking blasted fire on this guy. Rick fucking Dalton. That's the biggest acting I've ever seen. Yeah. He starts tearing up. I mean, he still had it, you know? Well, and when his whole thing was validated and he got in and bought it into the, the, the Polanski's house. The, yeah. The Polanski's He's like Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Fucking Roman Polanski, man. We need to, we need to do Rosemary's baby on the pod. I haven't seen that movie in years. It's been a long time. Yeah. But that Steve McQueen scene was fucking hilarious. He's like, let me tell you a story. He's like sitting there smoking a joint. Yeah. He, she was with him, and they were engaged. And then she went to Europe and made a movie with him. And she broke the engagement off with him and married him. But they still live together. And it's just like... The three of them are inseparable. Yeah, this is fucking weird. And then she said, well, she's definitely got a type. Yeah. Look, you look at the two guys, and then he said, I never had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Just little stuff like that, man. It was, it was good, and I love that scene that they shot with him in uh, the Great Escape. Yeah, that shit was all awesome. true. You almost got the McQueen part. It was three I think, Georges. I think, and he did he did he shoot some for it, or did they just put uh, him in that for the movie? Because it's like, did he end up shooting a scene, and they just decided not to go with him? The way he acted, and then it cut to the scene. Yeah. Because the way he acted, it's like he almost had it, but then, yeah. you know, I didn't get it because he wanted it. and He's like, oh, that's tough, man. But, I mean, you know, that's an iconic film. It's a, yeah. It's cool that they pulled that one, you know, because everybody knows that. And FBI, which was a real show. Yeah, I think the one that he was in it had Burt Reynolds in it. Yep. And I think he replaced Burt Reynolds, right? Yep. Yeah. 
Burt Reynolds was going to play the old man that she fucked his brains out. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Stern. Yeah, he said, Is he, does he still live right there? And they're like, yeah. I'm going to go in there and talk to him. I want to see him with my own eyes. He's like, he's hippie. He's ain't taking advantage of you. And he's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but I'm fucking blind. Yeah. He said, is that little redhead out there? And he's like, he looked at him like, you motherfucker, I don't know if her hair is red. <laughs> Uh, Br- uh, Reynolds is gonna play that part. <laughs> yeah, I rem- I remember he was cast in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce Stern was great though. Oh yeah, oh, probably oh. probably better. Yeah, for real, as playing that role. Yeah, you know, just the old pissed off, sloppy ass. You know. Yeah, she likes it when I watch FBI with her, but I can't stay awake. Yeah, so she gets mad, squeaky. Yeah. That rat laying on that glue trap. <laughs> Struggling. It was, I mean, rough. Like, fuck living on that ranch. And fuck all It looked that. hot. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, The night that they died was the hottest on record at the really? time. Yeah, that was true. That's fucking cool. It was a great movie, man. Yeah, man. When it ended, I was happy. I was like, hey, fucked up those goddamn fucking hippie killers. Yeah. And then when he got to go inside, you're just like, fucking right. Because then, like, when you saw those scenes with her, like, sitting in the theater, you know, going around town, you didn't want her to die. No. You know? What about that Manson? We got one scene with him where he pulls up. Y'all, he really drove an ice cream truck around. Really? That's true, yeah. What the fuck? Um, that guy is gonna play Manson in an upcoming season of Mine Hunter. Oh really? He is. They have they already know. had an episode with the Manson in it. But he, yeah. he, he did so good at this movie and he kinda looks like him. Yeah. That they're gonna have him play Manson. He what he nailed was... a, he, he got a role for, to play Manson in an upcoming Season. Yeah, there was there was an article I read where they've said that that, that particular actor has been top cast as as uh, Manson now. Um, do y'all remember Manson. that? Um, what was that game? Everybody, oh man, that Far Cry game. Yeah, where the religious guys like, you know, he played him in the on the, in the trailers that they did, and Far it's him Cry, in the game. Uh, yeah, that's I the really? guy that plays the leader. Huh. Yeah, it's cool. cool to see the uh, the scenes that they filmed with him, like preaching to him and stuff. Right, right. Spread his who, message. Who's playing him? Well, that's the guy that played Manson in this movie. Remember that one oh. night, Travis, when we watched those scenes of him baptizing those people? Yeah. And he holds the girl under the water and stuff. That was that guy. So in hmm. the game, that's him. Like they use the same, you know, character yeah, model. I, like I, it's. I, I rem- I've seen him. Yeah. Stuff more that. Yeah. That's the yeah. big thing that I know him from. He did a good job in that, but um, y'all know he was coming there to kill the Beach Boys. Yeah. But he said, "Fuck it, kill whoever." Who? Whenever he heard Polanski was living there, he said, "Oh, it's even better." Yeah, fucking kill that motherfucker! But they went to the wrong fucking house. Yeah. Rick fucking Dalton. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I've been uh, thinking about this when we've been going on our trips. Uh, so <laughs> that whole scene in the car was fucking. 
over the top. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. He's like, I got a good idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me out, man. Man. Oh, whoa, easy, motherfucker. So he came out there and yelled at him. Yeah. He had those margaritas. He's in like a house coat. <laughs> it's a private drive. Get that fucking piece of shit out of and here. a fucking blender yeah. full of margarita. Margarita, dude. Get that fucking piece of shit out of here. Get your muffler fixed. Yeah. If you got to come up here and smoke pot, get your fucking muffler fixed. It's funny like, when he put that, that acid lace cigarette in that thing and he's like, I don't mind if you smoke some of it. Just leave some for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I ain't trying to trip on that. Yeah. And he's like, FBI's coming on. Yeah. He's like, you like the chewing gum? He's like, it's a strong choice. <laughs> when he jumped out of that truck, he's like, good job. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So, if I, so if I remember correctly, Griff, you long wolf this one, didn't you, in the theater? Yeah, I got a ticket. Drove really um, far. Yeah. So Where'd you go, Chattanooga? I'm, so I'm yeah. curious, uh, did you feel... It was worth the uh, the trip. For sure. But I will say this. I got more out of it the second time. Yeah. Because the My first time. was even better. Yeah. Because the first time you're like, fuck, how, wh- like, what? You know? Try to take everything in. Wow. Yeah. Because it's that idea. You're, you go into like a Tarantino movie knowing really nothing about what's going on. And then like when you get in there and you. And it, it all kind of unfolds like, okay, you're seeing what happens over the course of like basically two days. Then there's a time jump and then Six you see. Six months later, yeah. Yeah, and then you see kind of the follow-up to what, you know, what's going on here. It's just so, and it's so long and it just, there's just too much to catch. You don't catch all the fine details, those Tarantino details the first time through. I enjoyed my second viewing more. I did too. Yeah. So, it was worth the price of admission for sure. You got to see it on the big screen. Yeah, it was worth the ticket, but it was better the second time. I will say that. Do you do either of you think that this this movie bears the uh, rewatchability of say like his other movies? I think that me personally, I think that this movie is going to be very niche. And the fact that, like, you got to be a fan of movies to. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the movie, but like, we we all know what we're getting with Tarantino. Some great actors. I was gonna say I, I would go further as to just say like, this movie. This by the time you get to this movie, it is either through the star power clearly, or it's because you are enjoy Tarantino's style. Yeah. yeah. The dialogue, the the delivery of it, you know, all of that. Yeah. Rick fucking and it, Dalton. And it's yeah. very impressive to see like Rick Dalton going on set and playing another character and then breaking character be as Rick Dalton and then going back into the character. Like it was very fascinating to mm-hmm. it's kinda like watching um Split or Glass. Where well, you know yeah. he changes personality so quick, it's it's like a magic trick. It was almost. a person playing a character playing another character, and then going back and forth between those yeah. two characters themselves. Yeah, while another story is taking place simultaneously, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's two movies really going on at the same time. It's Rick Dalton's movie and Cliff's movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and those were the like and Sharon Tate stuff was cool. Like I enjoyed it, but at the same time, it's like I feel like he just threw enough of her in there so that whenever the finale happens, you're like, you better, oh, thank, thank God, God she didn't die. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way it made me feel. Just enough. Yeah. This weird, this weird revisionist style of I don't want to call it revisionist, but just this alternate history that Tarantino's slowly making is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I really like it, man. And I'm interested to see, you know, what he's going to do next. I mean, I don't know. It, it's and I love the way that you know we got Django. Western, we got Hateful Eight Western. This takes place in what the 60s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> filming Westerns. Filming, yeah, filming the thing that he just filmed two of. You know, it's like he's taken that love of Westerns and he's like, let's make a movie about people that make movies about Western. You know? And then he and sprinkled all of his little yeah. Western trivia throughout it. Yeah. Well, TV it, well, shows. And- I, I kind of, it was a period piece. For yeah. sure, yeah. An alternate period piece, I guess. I loved it. I, I really think that you're either going to go into it and you're going to love it, or you're going to hate it. There's, I don't think there's any in between on Mm-mm. it because. Well, either- I think it's it's like a melting pot. I think if you if you've shown interest or like did a deep dive on any of like the topics and stuff that this movie does, like it touches on and whatnot. I feel yeah. like you're going to like the movie because I don't know. I just, it's great how he, he made, he took so many different, so many different things that, well, it showed you just how many different things were going on at once during the sixties. Yeah. And to me, it's kind of a, a Tarantino commentary on kind of what's happening today. But it was kind of cool. how like, Rick and Cliff would be in the car listening to a song, and then it cut to somebody else in the car listening to the same station. Yeah. A lot of music playing in this movie. Yeah. A lot of music. And it it was well-placed and perfect. You know. Rick fucking Dalton, dude. Now, did he film these movies in a certain way? What do you mean? Well... I guess camera lenses and whatnot. Oh, I'm sure. Film type, like that type of stuff. He always shoots on film. Oh, you could tell. Yeah, he's one of those people that... Unless they just had a really damn good guy. They don't like going digital. Yeah. He wants a He wants a print. Yeah. Which, you know, hats off to him. I would love to have a print of fucking... It's a lot harder. Dogs. Yeah, to do that, it's a lot harder. It takes more work because you know with digital, you just go, let's go. Yeah, I mean they got to change. They got to buy a shitload uh, of film. Did he use the same editor on this as Hateful Eight? Fred Rat Racing? Probably. You know the the woman died that he used to use, so he had to get it yeah. someone else. Sandy well, probably because once he Sandy Minky, once he gets used to using someone. I think she cut. I think he cut Django too, right? Yeah, he did. Because the last one that she cut was uh, Inglorious Bastards. Because in the credits, everybody was saying hi to her. You know, in the yeah. the what you call it, the bloopers. Yeah. They did a super cut of it. 
Well, she died sure like hiking, did. dude. Yeah, I know, right? She was out hiking somewhere and just dropped dead and fell or something. Something stupid. Let's see. While you're looking at that, I read a, a, that old Cutting Edge documentary. He Now, he, he's got a guy cutter now, but back then he had a woman. Yeah. And the reason, he said he went with a woman on purpose because he's like, I got a certain vision. And I just felt like, you know, with working with a woman, she's not going to try to, like, push some shit on me. Like, well, I think you should do this. Right. And he said that's why he did that on purpose. Because he didn't want some guy being, like, trying to get his way and go against him. And Some yeah. would interpret that as he chose it because a woman wouldn't question him. I don't know. But Fred, it's just... Fred Raskin. So he he was the editor in this, and this is all the stuff that he's edited. So um, Hit and Run, he was an additional editor. Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, he was assistant editor. Punch Truck Love, assistant editor. Insomnia, assistant editor. Um, I mean, quite a filmography already, you know? Yeah, Boogie Nights. Oh. And then this is him as an editor. So we've got the new Suicide Squad, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The House with the Clock in Its Walls, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Hateful Eight, Bone Tomahawk, Guardians of the Galaxy, Django, uh, Fast Five, Fast and Furious, The Lazarus Project, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Dude, that's... Well, I mean, not just because of, of the Fast and the Furious movies, clearly, but, I mean... Those are all solid jobs, you know? Yeah, I want to see I Bone think... Tomahawk. Have y'all seen it? It's got Kurt Bone Russell. Bone Tomahawk is really good. Yeah, this I is the one with that weird Indian tribes like eating people and shit. Well, it's a, it's a classic. Uh, Even the Indians don't a, like them? Well, it becomes a classic cannibal story, yeah. but it's so good. It, and it also I've has seen probably, the scene where they're like sticking that bone thing down their throat and shit. There's a. Uh, it looks really good. How good's Kurt Russell in it? Oh, he's great. There's a particular scene that somebody kind of spoiled it for me already. Really good. Uh, I think it was me, dude, because I'm pretty sure I recommended it to you at one point. You didn't. You didn't tell me what happens to the main characters though. Somebody did, and I was like, "God damn, you just ruined the fucking movie." Well, I won't say what it is, but it's a really crazy use of practical effects. I'll leave it at that because it's it's worth a watch. I mean, you've seen this movie. Yeah, it's don't get me wrong. No, I mean like you've seen this. type of movie before like oh. you're not like don't go in thinking it's just a good performance from russell with an all right horror script mm-hmm. that's a so, western yeah uh, i didn't i didn't I, I mean i i didn't i didn't regret watching it i'm looking right here through all the references and it's fucking massive I'll tell I mean, you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this movie a flamethrower. <laughs> a flamethrower? Yeah. <laughs> Full-blown, full-tank flamethrower. He said, when he was testing it, he said, I trained three hours a day, five days a week with that flamethrower for two weeks. And he was blowing that flamethrower, and he said, kind of hot, because there anything we can do about that? And the guy said, it's a flamethrower. That was great. <laughs> Oh, right. I give it a, I give it a Rick fucking Dalton. He called right that here. flamethrower the dragon. Did you hear him say that? 
He said, that's one fucking shit crazy weapon. <laughs> so right here, this is a reference. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, Roman Pulaski's outfit during the party scene. Fucking right, dude. I fucking knew it. Yeah. I mean. <coughs> he looks so I mean, goofy when they come out of that house. Yeah. I didn't know that she was big friends with Mama Cass and them. Right. On that on that piano, do you remember at the end when the girl was playing piano? Yeah. That was a Mama and Papa song that yeah. she was playing, and that sheet music was on the piano after the murder. Like, that shit really happened. Really? Yeah. We'll talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong fucking time. Oh, this is cool. Right. Same location and decorations were used for filming a scene in Django. Uh, King Schultz and Django walk out of an empty saloon. Yeah, that and, saloon and, scene. Yeah, the little and once the upon little, a time in Hollywood when yeah. you when he goes into the saloon. Yeah, from a different angle. Same That's set. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. Well, I'm gonna give it a fucking one acetylized cigarette. Yeah. Because look, mean, it's a flamethrower, Rick fucking Dalton, and an acid dip cigarette. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, I can't wait to see the uncut version. Yeah, well, dude, there's so many. How, how much more uncut could it get, man? Well, what they had a bunch pretty, of scenes that they removed. Pretty damn brutal. That's not no, what I mean. Like the director's yeah. cut. There's scenes that had to be removed to get it under a certain amount of time. And I think whatever. the final cut's going to be somewhere in the ballpark, like three to three and a half hours long. Yeah. Because there's like Tim Roth filmed a scene uh, with uh, Rick Dalton. There's a bunch of people that film scenes that are credited in the yep. movie that didn't show up in the movie. So there's going to be a lot of shit that's going to be. Well, like I that scene, I would definitely watch if it's something like that. I would definitely watch it. Uh, watch it again. Well, like when he he puts that cigarette in there, it cuts back to him buying the cigarette from her. That yeah. was probably a scene in the movie. Yeah. Where he bought a cigarette instead of showing the scene and then him coming in with the cigarette, they said, Well, we'll just cut the scene and show him buying the cigarette from the girl. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in that. And I I mean, I'm down for them releasing, you know, the extended cuts and I would buy I would buy the extended cut of the Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Like on Boy Ray if 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 they released I don't know it, why they didn't it. release that. I mean, you know, but, uh, yeah, this movie was great. It's great. Y'all think Tarantino's got a Netflix account? For sure. So he's a physical copy kind of guy. Do you know what the budget was? Around 96 million. You know what the gross was? Over 300 million. Yeah, three hundred seventy-one million worldwide. The only reason I know that is because I put it in our uh, description earlier. It's crazy though, right? Yeah. What he was able to do with ninety million, which is still a shitload of money. Yeah, but I, but I imagine, changing all that scenery, all the cars, the yeah, I mean, all well, that shit had the, the clothes. Yeah. All those people, dude. You take a pay cut to being a Tarantino flick. Yeah, I know I true. would. Yeah. How much I'd you want to pay? I'll do it. Fifty cents, I'm in. Uh um, but yes, I do think Tarantino has a Netflix account and an Amazon Prime account. 
and a Hulu and a Apple TV. Yeah, he's got them all. Thing, well, he's constantly like when he's not directing, he's researching. Writing. Yeah. So, and you know, you gotta think that like I'm sure that he loves the physical media, this, that, and the other. But like, you know, if you order something on Amazon, there's just some gonna, shit you can't get that way. Well, not only that, but you're gonna have to wait a couple of days when you can just bam, right there mm-hmm. it is on your TV, you know. So, I I think he is. I'd like to see his Netflix recommended. His cube. Yeah. It's probably fucking crazy. A lot of guilty yeah. pleasures on there. A lot of Nick Cage movies. I don't I don't think he has guilty pleasures. Nah, he don't up to it. He don't give a fuck. He would own it, and then he would tell you why you should like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And then by, by the end of it, you're a fan. Yeah, you're you like, know? he's fucking right, dude. Fuck what people think. Could let he me, turn? Hey, ask. could he turn you on Twilight? Uh, are we watching it together? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it takes. Well, that's what I was fixing to ask. Like, what were you going to ask? Could you imagine watching a movie with him? Um. Well, from what I've learned... He's a uh, what, talker. What that means, though, is that you're going to get real stoned. Oh, okay. Like, real stoned. Well, I'm cool And then you're going to watch... Dude, I would just be sitting there like, I'm so high, I can hear his hair growing. You know, like, <laughs> this is a fucking trip, dude. I'm, I'm cool with that. I would watch anything he wanted to watch. Yeah. I would. I would be his fucking cliff, dude. Yeah. Drive him around. Whatever you want, sir. <clears throat> I would uh I would like to just watch you driving Tarantino yeah. around. Driving Mr. Teen Mr. Tarantino? Yeah. So But um He's like you need to slow down those curves. You almost made me spill this cognac on this four hundred dollar suit. Yeah. Motherfucker. They probably fuck you up. I feel like if he got I bet when he gets angry, he gets really angry like like so he'll say some shit to you make you cry when you get in the car you know like yeah he just seems like he's got a temper dude yeah i saw that that have you seen that video of him where he comes out of the he's at that film festival and he walks outside and there's a cameraman there he just lets that motherfucker have it dude yeah he's like i'm trying to enjoy my fucking movies i can't make my fucking (laughs) drink a fucking coffee man (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what he was You're doing. You're cramming my man. fucking style, dude. Fuck Kinda. off. <laughs> or that, to... that one interview with that guy, which that guy is a dick, but he started asking Tarantino questions, and he's usually happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Happy to be here. Love movies. Loves making them. But while that dude was asking questions, you could see his face change. Yeah. And it was like that dude that would flip his face in the Nightmare Before. For Christmas, it just flipped, dude. And I was like, "Oh shit, he ain't happy Why are now." Are you asking me these yeah. things? I don't have all the answers. That guy. <laughs> oh, I found it, dude. I found the meme. Are y'all ready for it? The meme. Yeah, yeah you gonna put it in general? I'm gonna drop it in general. I hope y'all are ready for it. It's the meme in reference here. <laughs> Fucking hippies. <laughs> Rick Dalton. <laughs> Rick fucking He said Dalton. you can throw him off a building, hit him with a fucking Lincoln, yeah. set him on fire, whatever, man. 
But uh, so you want to get into some uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, <laughs> I watched it today. What uh, what'd you think? Still a Fandalorian. Still a Fandalorian? Man, I yeah. want one of those fucking little baby Yodas so goddamn bad I can't stand it. <laughs> Dude, how cute is this motherfucker, man? Right. Is this not the cutest motherfucker ever? Yeah. Did y'all see um, this week? So a while back, some guy made a Facebook, um, one of those like, are you interested in going to a Facebook event? And it was Storm YouTube headquarters. They can't demonetize us all. I did see that. Yeah. Okay, so I here a while back when I found that, I said I'm going. And then the other day when this Yoda meme dropped, did you see those Yoda memes of him drinking that soup? Yeah. Um, I put in there me watching everyone storm the YouTube headquarters. It was him standing there drinking that soup. I, I got many, a couple uh, likes on it. Yeah, I was supposed to say how many. Uh, I got a couple. A lot of people were posting on there. And I was like, I have to figure out, you know. Yeah, just throw it in there. But So uh, one thing I, I was glad was uh, I was glad it wasn't a. Uh, I'm glad it's still just him and Lil Yoda. I'm glad he didn't leave. I thought Chick was going to sign on. Yeah. But and then I thought he was. I was like, man, he he can't leave him here. Please don't leave him here. I'm gonna miss him more than the little girl. You know, don't leave him here. Yeah. But then he can't. He stuck with him. And then at first I was like, oh, is this how like it all gets started? Like Yoda grows up on his fucking swamp planet. You know what's happening, man? Who's this fucking baby? When's this motherfucker gonna be able to talk? Is what I want to know. Hey, what if he can talk? It was cool seeing the remnants of the Galactic Civil War and what happens to stuff like that, like the whole... Yeah, what do they call that thing? The the Imperial Walker. Yeah, but it was like an old one, wasn't it? Yeah. Like an old model. It uh, it was cool how they made it look actually terrifying. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the thing I was... um, We were talking about the other night, like... Watching this and the way it's shot and everything, where it's so ground level, I would love to see a legitimate Star Wars like war film. You know what I mean? Because it's there. You can see it. Like Attack of the Clones was cool. Like all the stuff that they did in the other movies were cool. But it was so grand and it was so like sky. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they did a lot of overhead well, shots. Yeah, but I want something on the ground, like fucking boots on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I want out of like out of a Star Wars movie, got, and we're getting some yeah. of that. But, One thing to uh, say to the Mandalorian is, why didn't he ask that chick who the fuck she was? She was. She uh, told she, him. Though, right? Did she? Yeah, because she she was part of the uh Empire. No, 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 no. The chick that could shoot really good that lived oh, there. Oh, okay. Why could she shoot that good? I don't think you She didn't learn that shit growing up on the farm, dude. Uh the less he knows the better off. Man, I wanted I I was like, man, you better ask her. I thought they were gonna hook up. I was like, is Disney about to go this way? <laughs> oh no, right. And I'm glad that like, <coughs> still me. we're not getting the damn But we know how he eats. Yeah. You leave the food and I'll eat by myself. But here's the thing. He sat there in that fucking window with no helmet on. Yeah. I would have run up and been like, got your nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty consistent pacing, too. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Did y'all see who directed this episode? No. Let me go back. Make sure I'm not wrong. 
Go ahead, keep talking. Um, well, there, I like how it's so, you know, it, it's real. Like what's going on is some real shit. Like that, their their little hut, towns, whatever community getting invaded. They need somebody, but it's just whenever the shit goes down, it's real. But it's so it 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 keeps it grounded in reality as much as Star Wars can be grounded in reality, which is something that I never thought that they would be able to do. Because you know when you watch the the saga movies, it's like oh, it's this fantastic you know, fantasy world, you know, but here it's just like, well, all right, I'm, I'm right. So at the end of this episode, you always get now, this is John Favreau's showrunner, but he does not direct every episode. Yeah. At the end of the episode, it popped up and it said, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And I said, Bryce Dallas Howard. I said, that name sounds familiar. Isn't that the girl from Jurassic world? Not only is that the girl from Jurassic world, that's the mom from rocket man. Wasn't she also directed the, this episode, in, y'all. Uh, the Help, Gold, or uh, or uh, Alien Covenant, wasn't that? Peach her? Dragon, Twilight. Sorry. Like I'm not seeing that here. Terminator Salvation. She's an actress. Wrong. Great job. When that really popped up, job. though, I was like, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. That's cool. I'm, uh, I'm, she's never I'm directed that... a movie. Uh, she's done like a couple of shorts, right? And a documentary, but well, John Favreau put her on the map, you know. I'm uh, I'm happy with it so far, man. Do you think like, he I... did that for this episode because it needed that touch? You know Probably. what I mean? Like this, you know, this episode was kind of a little more woman power. Yeah, a little on the yeah. soft side, you know. Well, you know. Dude, he hasn't directed any episodes. I thought he directed the first Mm-mm, one. They've all been different directors. Makes sense, though. It just probably just depends on the episode. Mm-hmm. The mood yeah. you want to set. That makes sense to do that. But when I saw that pop up, I was like, really? Yeah. But here's the thing. Like Kevin Smith doing The Flash, he's like, you really, you just show up. <laughs> there's a, you know, there's already a story. You're just the guy that's like, let's do it one more time. Yeah. You're just trying to capture those moments, like. Yeah. But the episode was good, man. They kicked that thing's ass. <laughs> We've got yeah, it, four more episodes great. left. Uh, second season's already been announced. So, are we getting a break with this? There's mean? no date on season two. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, is season one going to run in its entirety? Next episode airs on the sixth. No, it says that. I th- yeah, I think that we're going to get it straight yeah, through. Yeah, they're going to run it all the way up. Oh, yeah, here you go right here. Uh, episode five, December the sixth. Episode six, the 13th, the 18th, the 27th. Yep, by the end of this month, it'll be over. Right, which is... Okay, I was just wondering... Which is cool, man. Like, y'all know what um, the name of this episode is called? She Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> On the IMDb, they don't the name game. the episodes until it release. So the rest of them just say Chapter Five, Chapter Six. <laughs> they wait until that the episode. Sense. 
Yeah, they don't want to give it away. Yeah, too much in the title because people be online yeah. like, um, the highest rated episode on IMDb was episode three with a nine point three. Episode one was an eight point seven. Episode two was an eight point eight. And episode four was a seven point nine. Um, uh, take that for what you will, that. but yeah. well, these are all less than ten thousand votes. Right. Uh, and people that you know came on here were like, wow. Yeah, I was, I was fifty. Yeah, but pH is different. Is he gonna name the child? Yeah, he's like Mando. I'm gonna leave him here because he did look happy playing with those kids. Yeah, he was having a good time. Oh man, when he got off the ship, I was talking to Griffin about, about that clip where he's like, "Don't touch stuff," and then he like staring at him and he hits that button. <laughs> the ship starts oh shaking. <laughs> he's like, "Stop! Get over here on my knee." Yeah, he's like, "We're gonna take you down here, you little." little swamp rat here's one thing that i love and i meant to bring this up on the last episode uh and i forgot about it but i love how we see the force used so far one time mm-hmm. and I every thought they time were gonna we use it in this episode well i thought that they were going to use it in the last episode when he was like in the back of that thing mm-hmm. and all the bounty hunters were surrounding him i and thought he was the- gonna save his ass but then fucking yeah. You know, the other, fucking This Is The Way shows up. The Amanda Fleet. The fucking Brotherhood up. of Mandalorians. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that they're like, they're not every episode we see like another a Force thing happen and they're, they're keeping it real, you know. So I don't know their, what the Mandalorian like religion is, but she's like, when's the last time somebody saw your face? He's like, I was a little bit older than them when they took me in. Now, do they do that to like protect yourself? So no, so like you can, one day you can decide, I'm done, and you know, you're anonymous. Like no one knows it's you. Yeah, it's like Slipknot. (laughs) Yeah. Before they took, you know what I mean though. Yeah, your kiss or something. Yeah. Yeah, anonymity. They can go out in public without their armor. This is trying to keep you from getting doxxed. Yeah, so they don't find out what your address is, even though you fly a spaceship around. You know what I mean? I like, thought we were going to see his face right. in this episode, but I think they know the rules. Well, and they better know the fucking rules. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, since the show started, if they film the scene where they show his face, they'll take, they'll go in there and take that motherfucker out, dude. They need to. Because the internet has already let it be known. Yeah, we don't want to know. He's a Mandalorian, dude. Yeah. And if he takes that shit off, he broke code protocol, yeah. man. He's like, if I well, take this shit off, I can't put it back on. Even if he takes his mask off, if something happens and his helmet comes off, we should never see his face yeah. ever. He should like Nobody. hide it and hold it. Sanctuary. <laughs> put a fucking um, rag around it or something like. Yeah. Like a hijab or whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's good though so the guy that plays him is that his voice yeah well, everything I've seen him in though he doesn't talk like that he's got like a he's Hispanic he's, right? he's from or Chile Spanish. oh he's he's Chilean yeah mm. so it's very exotic yeah he was really good in Game of Thrones yeah that's the only thing I know him from he was uh Kingsman. 
Yeah. The Great Wall, Equalizer 2. Pretty sure he, he played the bad guy in that movie. He was good in the Kingsman. He played the guy with the whip. And that in the Kings. He did a voice in Dishonored 2. He was in Blood Sucking uh, Bastards. Haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Did a lot of TV, man. I believe it. He was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer in 1999. He played Eddie. Ooh. Yeah. Deep dive. Eddie. But yeah, he's on Nurse Jackie. So far, so good. Y'all know he's going to be in that Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> oh, dude. Even the, the case, the artwork for the movie has an 80s vibe, you know? Um, well, they're trying to cash in on, you know, that whole retro style. Yeah. Chris Pine's coming back. Everybody's going to yeah. be there. How Wait. How though? Oh well, we, when we were when we saw her before, she was flashing forward to after he had died. You guys ready to rock on these trailers? He's still gonna be alive then. Yeah. Start at the top. I'll delete them as we go. So this came oh, across yeah. the radar. Don't know much about it. Um. We watched the trailer for the first season. Did we? Yeah. Okay, sure. yeah, I watched the first episode. Was it good? It was, dude. Like, here's what's happening. Like, Steve Buscemi plays God, but he's, like, phoning it in. <laughs> All right? And then, like, um, fucking Harry Potter and some chick work in the coding department, and they're, like, answering people's prayers, but it takes a really long time because the technology is really old. They got, like, computers from the 80s. Uh, and then it'll cut to God in the in his office, and he's like hiding from people. They're like, "There's hurricanes, people are killing each other." And he's like, "I don't know what to do. It's too much." He's like <laughs> freaking out, so dude. It's really oh, no, the episode was funny, but I want to check this it's, trailer out and see where they're going yeah, with it. I'm already sold. I think you need to watch it. There's already a whole season out. This was a uh, TBS that did this. Yeah, that's cool. That yeah, that I first gotta, episode was funny. They put it on YouTube in full. TBS did, and I watched it there. Cool. But yeah, when y'all ready, y'all ready? Three, two, one, play. The thumbnail looked crazy. That's why I pulled it. I forgot that it was part of that show. And a pedophile, you know? Look. <laughs> that chick, that was the chick. So this is completely different than the first season. Oh, okay. They've. Um, highly, I only watched that first episode, but now that that's been brought back up, I'm going to try to go back and watch that full season. I watched an episode of The Good Place. Y'all anything about that on Netflix? The no. Netflix series? Uh, Dak Shepard's wife? Can't remember her name. 
Kristen Bell. Dies and goes to heaven. Or uh-huh. what we call the good place. There's a bad place and a good place. But she's not supposed to be there. There's some kind of mix up. <laughs> and Ted Danson is like, he's not God, but he's running the show up there. Like everything's perfect. And you get yeah. to spend your life here. And then she's like, well, she's like, tell someone. She's like, I gotta be honest with you. Like, I wasn't this person that they said I was. Like, I was terrible. And then shit starts going wrong. Oh, God. The first episode was really funny. The only reason I watched it is because it was like 23 minutes. I right. tried to go to bed one night, and I was like, well, let's check it out. I had good ratings. I liked Ted dancing. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. It was funny. All right, we got our Black Widow trailer. I'm ready. <laughs> All righty. Three, two, one, play. Short. <laughs> Let's see if they show too much. <laughs> yeah. The fappening. So we're getting a backstory? Mm. Oh, that's right. She's dead. Spoiler alert. She needs to soak her face in some ice water. Mm-hmm. She's running from tax. Co- nope. Student loans. <laughs> Is that her? It's Francesca. Oh, look at this. They're like the same. She's just a younger and kind of hotter version of her. She's White Widow. Oh, they're friends. Okay. Probably shouldn't put that in the trailer. She's White Widow. Who the fuck is that? Oh, shit. Who knew he was in this? What's he? Fat Man America? Is this real? As real as a fucking donut? I'm for sure not going to the theater to watch some shit like this, but if it's got fucking dude in it, I want to see it, man. I might go watch it just because he's in it. I mean, he's a fucking national treasure, dude. Did we really need a Black Widow movie, though? No, but, you know. Oh, I think this is the one. Just wait till you see who's in this movie, Griffin. Yeah, y'all ready? Three, two, one, play. You ain't gonna believe it. Nah, just wait, dude. Oh! Howard Moon coming at ya like a beam, like a ray. Looking like Prince Charles. (laughs) <laughs> he does. 
He does, man. I was sold when I saw him. Dude's smoking. What's happening? It's just smoking. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> she wasn't having it, dude. Weird dream. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Gotta see what is, that's about. Is he uh, gonna be like in the whole movie? Yeah, I hope. Why are Why is he being interrogated? I think that's um. What are they fucking dream catchers? Well, here's the movie. Is it out? In full. What do you mean in full? Uh, no, that's the trailer. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's the same thing or not. Yeah, this is the trailer for it. Came out in May. Oh, it's already out? The well, that trailer, trailer just dropped. The trailer came out in May. Oh. Expected December the ninth. Hmm. It says it's a horror movie. I mean, it looks... Yeah. <laughs> like a black comedy movie? Oh, yep, comedy horror is what I'm seeing. In theaters, December the 9th. Up oh, streaming and on disc, December the 10th. Ooh. Wow. Rated R. Howard Bowman coming at you. Yeah, like a beam, like a... <laughs> uh, here we go right here, guys. Rotten Tomatoes, 95% certified fresh. Mm, for eight fabric? Yep. A twenty four is killing it, man. They're they're coming up with some stuff like Yeah. Like in the last year, too. Yeah. Well, ever they, since uh I'd say Swiss Army Man. Yeah. They're coming in clutch. Yeah. They just had to grow a little bit and sure as shit. Because they 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 do what a movie studio is supposed to do. They fund it and let the creators do the fucking shit that they want to do. say that. Like, they don't touch it. Yeah, they're like, here's some money. Go have fun. Make your movie. Yeah. See you at the fucking premiere. Yeah, Swiss Army, man. I mean, if you go through A24, they've done a lot of good shit, man. A lot of good shit. Absolutely. We got a new Disney trailer. I'm ready. I got pulled up. Yes. I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. 
I don't know what to think about this. It, never heard of it. Did y'all know this was a thing? Well, what's weird is the trailer just dropped, but it said it was in theaters August the 9th. So I don't. Why'd they just drop the trailer? It's probably coming to the streaming service. This is based on a book. Look, dude, there's like a city down here. I thought this was cool. This is why I posted it. There's an underground city. That's kind of cool to me. Rock people. It's a chick that married John Lennon. Yeah. What was that? He just fucked him up with his hands in his pockets. That'll be hitting that streaming service, I bet. They're probably pushing Never that. heard of it. Gonna say something cool as fuck real yes. quick. I'm gonna drop it in general. Screenplay books? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Oh, they did X Machina? Yeah. Moonlight? That's where they got their damn money right there, dude. Yeah. Remember, that was the year Moonlight picked up everything. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. I haven't either. These are all for pre-order. There's only 2,000. First edition is sold out. Pre-order second edition for estimated shipping in January of 2020. 60 bucks for all for all three of those? Yeah, not bad. That ain't too bad. $20 a book. They, they did The Lighthouse, Midsummer. Um... Let's see. Skin. Hereditary. Uh, so I've got Beyond the Law pulled up, and I'm pretty anxious to see this shit story. This uh, Steven Seagal and DMX trailer. This exquisite. This oh, this is going to be fucking... Are we going to do this for the pod? Uh, let's see the trailer first. All right, let's do it. Already? Already here. here we go. Three, two, one, play. X going to give it to you. Look, he's being serious. Yo, 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 yo. What if DMX delivers a performance of a lifetime? And another thing. Why can't he go by his real name? Steven Seagal's hairline is fucking slaps, dude. Do you see that shit? It's like perfect. Look at it. I think, I think if we don't do this for the pod, we're doing ourselves a disservice. 
I think it's going to be so bad that it's good. Yeah. It should be reserved for shitty film February. Just saying. I'm cool. We should watch every Seagal movie during that month. Uh, shitty film February. What's your favorite Steven Seagal movie? None of them. Under Siege? <laughs> None of them. I don't like Steven Seagal at all. Apparently no one does. That's why. Yeah. But I mean, Notice he I wasn't to... wearing the fucking... You know what I'm saying? The the Asian, yeah. You know the little thing that buttons at the top. The Jackie Chan shirt. I would say my favorite role was him in uh, Machete. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in that. Yeah. What 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 again? Here's a machete. <laughs> no 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 no. You didn't say it like. <laughs> he that. said machete. Machete. Was <laughs> <a> machete. <laughs> machete. All right, I'm ready for the Messiah. Y'all ready? Oh, Netflix God, movie. This is Jesus the Net- Netflix Let's just watch special. it. Let's see. Y'all ready? You ready, Trev? Three, two, one, play. Just watch. Because they make this shit look serious. You're in? <clears throat> They're about to hit that Mexican border. They're going to have some issues. Love it. God damn. <laughs> Silence. Yeah. That's rough, dude. How crazy is that? What if that he didn't shit? do it? I know, right? And I, I Amazingly think that's why. Amazingly well done. Yeah. Probably Tax. one of the best short films I've ever seen. Pack such a punch in just 12 minutes. Yeah. It really does. It's based upon f- a short story. <laughs> I feel like a movie, an hour and a half of that would be too much. Yeah, for sure. You know, 15 minutes tops. Yeah. Just a show that's like 30 minutes long that has like maybe two of these types of movies. Yeah. Bam, you know? It's like the but- Twilight Zone. One of the comments says the ironic thing is that the father transformed into a psychopath at the end. Yeah, it fucked him up too. Oh, yeah. The whole moral of the story two wrongs never make a right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good act. He should have killed himself while he had the chance. Yeah. Because that would have been. Damn. Yeah. But it was fucking well shot. Oh, check this comment out. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Yeah. Good short film. Bravo. Who put that fucking ludicrous display out there? Uh, Matt Richards. Writer-director. 2015. Yeah. It looks fucking great, right? Yeah. I'm looking him up. 
Matt Richards. Yeah, here he is. Uh, short films and documentaries, TV commercials, branded content, and music videos. So he directed um, First Contact, Beginner's Luck, Rabbit, The Disappearance of Willie Bingham, Her Go, A Night of Horror, Nightmare Radio, who was a segment director, and Long Pine, he was the, uh, he's the director of edits and pre-production. Excuse me, guys. I like that. Yeah. Australia. Australia. They're fucked up over there, man. I know. Well, you know. You know this motherfucker went to a film school. Yeah. Says he holds a... uh, Master of Directing <laughs> at the Victorian College of Arts. I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> it says here that um, his short films, First Contact, Rabbit, and The Disappearance of William, uh, Willie Bingham, have screened in competition globally at over 100 festivals and collected close to 50 awards and nominations. He is a recipient of of Screen Australia's 2014 Hot Shots funding and of Film Victoria supported director's attachment on ABC TV series Tomorrow When the War Began. I'd like to see him do a full length. Where can I see that rabbit app? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. He did sure. that before. Yeah. He did First Contact before that, and that was in 2012. Uh, nestled. And old caravans on the edge of a huge of a huge salt lake, a father and daughter eke out a frugal existence in self-imposed exile. Their claim yet monotonous monotonous world is shattered when they uh, discover the body of a mysterious black man on the verge of death. The stranger's arrival throws them into conflict, stirring up fears. And forcing them to confront the very thing that they've been hiding. Sounds interesting. A man, you know. Y'all, this is the fun. We watched the trailer for this many, many months ago. I'm gonna put it in general, but this is this was done by that um, A24. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest. <laughs> Movie covers ever. The death of Dick Long. And then he's standing there with that fucking Roman <laughs> candle firework. between his legs. Like, dude, remember that trailer where they yeah. accidentally killed him? They dropped him off the hospital and then they were trying to solve yeah. who did it. What a dark ass short film, dude. That shit was dark. I know. But, you know. I mean. Did he really do it? I mean, it don't matter now. Yeah, you're right, dude. You know what I mean? He got no ears, no lips. Yeah. Hey, you know what would have been real fucked up? 
The only thing they left him with was his eyes. Yeah. What if they took those? Yeah. They, you know, they can go back and do more surgeries. <sighs> what are we need gonna... something go uplifting ahead. after that? Yes, I mean, I might have to watch Step Brothers. Uh, what are we supposed to watch next week? Mm. I don't think we have anything lined up. Y'all know Ready or Not's available. Ready or Not. This was a trailer we watched where the girl goes to the dinner party and then everyone at the dinner party tries to kill her. Yeah. I don't know if that's something y'all want to see, but it is out there. Also, oh, that Brad Pitt space movie. Yeah. That's out. Ad Astra. That shit's out. Uh, option for that. Yeah, and I heard, I read the comments, and they were like, "This is more of a psychological thing here. Like this is." Uh, hmm. I mean, can we? Are we gonna go from pit to pit? I mean, I like Brad Pitt a lot. So he did I'm a cool really good job in this movie. Yeah. That we watched. Like he was so good. Which he yeah. always is. He said, you're kind of pretty for a stunt, man. That's what they tell me. <laughs> They're like, would what's, you like to go to Mars? He's like, no, I would not. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the best Brad Pitt movie? Let's, let's Fight Club? I think so. Dude, it's Fight Club. Come on, man. What's better than Fight Club with him in it? Well, Let's see here. Let's let's see what we got here. I mean, Actually. if I'm just going off the top of the dome without you naming movies, when you say Brad Pitt, I think <sighs> Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Which Edward Norton is in, but Brad Pitt is a big part of that movie. Almost a bigger part of the movie than him. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. But you want to go through? And, let's hear and... it. Let's hear. It. Beat Joe Black's pretty good. All right, yeah. so but it got, ain't better than uh, Fight Club. All right, Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, of mm-hmm. course. Um, I'm just picking stuff that he starred in. Yeah, good shit. Lead uh, the role. Big Short. He was in The Big Short. Haven't seen it. Fury. Yeah, we watched The Big Short on the podcast. The housing crash. Remember that? Christian Bell listens and plays metal. Plays the drums? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 12 Years a Slave. World War Z. Killing Them Softly. Moneyball. Moneyball's a fantastic He's good in that movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> um, o- the Oceans movie. Movies. Mm-hmm. Oceans 13. All 12 Oceans of them. Um, Mr. and Ms. Smith. Troy. Uh, Troy was pretty good. Let's see. Spy Game. The Mexican. Snatch. Fight I mean, Club, being John Malkovich, Malkovich, meet, Malkovich, Joe, Malkovich. Bla- meet Joe Black, The Devil's Own, The Devil's Own, Sleepers, Twelve Monkeys, Seven, Oh, Seven, oh, Seven, dude, Interview with the Vampire, Yeah, um, California, I love California, <laughs> um, A River Runs Through It, Cool World. Thelma and Louise. You want to end up with a tag on your toe? 
that's and then we get into uh tv movies i'm standing by my pick y'all can pick whatever y'all want to pick but i'm going with fight club man that's that's a great movie tyler durden first rule fight club you ever seen california adam i don't think so um i'm pretty sure you're seen it right trev uh, I don't think so. It's got it's got Brad Pitt, Juliet Lewis, and fucking uh David Duchovny. What a cast! It's uh, a journalist duo going on a tour of serial killer murder sites with two companions, unaware that one of them is a serial killer themselves. And it is pretty pretty good. Did y'all know that Brad Pitt was in Deadpool 2? Yeah. yeah. But he was just in it. Well, he was like invisible the majority of the time. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was in Megamind. I love Megamind. The animated. He did 21 Jump Street back in the day. Yeah. I'm looking for it. California with a K. Yeah, with a K. Never seen it. I but think it's he's wearing a hat with a rebel flag on it. Yeah. He looks like he's about to go full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with Fight Club. Fight Club's a great movie. I just love that movie. Yeah. I never get tired of watching it. I really like Seven, though. Seven's good. What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Oh, man. he He's a superstar. Well, everything he's done is... Huge. Is pretty no good. No chuffa. Ah, there's no chuffa in there, dude. Well, Mr. and Miss Smith, but we'll let him... We'll let, him we'll let it slide, because he was fucking her. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean... Yeah. So, you know. Whenever I watch stuff like that, I just go to my happy place. The Counselor? I haven't seen that. Ridley Scott? Based on... It's written by Cormac McCarthy. Hey, stop. It's got Michael Fassbender, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Javier Bardem, Brad Pitt. I haven't ever seen that. Mm Mm-mm. I don't think so. Let's see. A lawyer finds himself in over his head when he gets involved in drug trafficking. Hmm. It's got a 5.3. That might be worth to, uh, you know. Gander? Yeah. Uh, You know. Moneyball, though. I'm not a huge fan of baseball. It's the actor, man. It's the... Yeah, storytelling. The it's it's got what's his name in it too. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah, who was amazing. I think he won an Oscar for that. Well, yeah, I feel I feel like we're we're kind of programmed for those love of the game top films because think of how many came out when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Angels in Outfield. But it's so (laughs) different though. The rookie, the kid, the fucking uh, uh, I mean, just you keep going, League of Their Own, all that shit. I like yeah. a league of their own. I do too. There's no crying in baseball. baseball. Um, Jimmy Dugan. 
<laughs> What's his name, dude? They're over there like, that's Jimmy Dugan. He's famous. And he's over there like asleep, scratching his balls, <laughs> spitting. Get that Don't fucking kid out of here. Uh, 61, I think. I remember that one. With, uh, it was about Barry Pepper and, uh, what a name, dude. Pepper it was, <laughs> what did, Pepper, had, what did uh, Barry Pepper tell you? <laughs> uh, y'all would know exactly who the hell they are when you uh, when you saw when it. Barry Pepper? That's the name of the, the the character that one of the dudes plays. It's a baseball player. I'm looking up 61. Yeah, there's a movie called 61, 2001. Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. I recognize this guy. Directed by Billy Crystal. Huh. Good baseball movie. Yeah, I remember watching this. Thomas Jane, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, Barry Pepper. <laughs> what a name. Was that a real baseball player? I guess. Doug. Doug. Y'all too pretty good up. Y'all gonna be late for work. <laughs> what was that other sports movie that had Pacino and uh, uh any, Jamie Foxx? Any given Sunday. Another fucking sports movie. Like, <laughs> not so terrible. I, I, so I've had this, uh, I've had this weird thing about any given Sunday. I remember the first time I watched it. We well, saw the dude's dick? No, there was a oh. scene in this movie where there's a tackle that happens and dude gets hit so hard that his eye pops out. Yeah. It's just hanging. Up. I've never seen it again in any subsequent viewing. Like they took that scene out. Probably because it was fucked up. Hey, did y'all know that Tommy Lee Jones played Ty Cobb in a 1994 biopic? No. Tommy Lee Jones, dude. Ty Cobb. Think he's a baseball player? Don't know. What's the name of the. It's called Cobb. Let's see. Cobb. I'm looking at it. 94. Hell, uh, the fucking Sandlot. I mean, how many times did y'all watch that motherfucker? Bunch. I watched it the other day. Um, like, um, hockey movie. Body Come duck. on, you know you was on that shit, dude. I bought, a, D2. I bought a hockey stick, dude. There ain't no goddamn hockey. There's no ice here, you know? <laughs> I watched the Mighty Ducks and bought a hockey stick at Unclaimed Baggage, dude. For twenty bucks, and guess who Bombay. broke it? Guess guess who broke my hockey stick? Who? Paul Kirkland. Oh. Uh, he was outside rollerblading, what I would like to call fruit booting, <laughs> and playing with my hockey stick and broke that bitch, and then tried to hide it and told everybody else, "Don't tell Adam I broke his stick." He tried to put it up and hide it and be like, "I don't know where it's at." And then little Chris was like. Paul broke your hockey stick. I was like, you motherfucker, dude. I was ready to throw down, dude. (laughs) I'm like, dude, Mighty Ducks, bro. I even put tape on it. We've got, there's a lot. I've seen a lot of these. So Miracle. Um, Miracle on what? Miracle. Miracle. That movie was a, that was a big Christmas movie of the year. It dropped. Yeah. I believe it. Didn't it just, just see if it. Well, hell, I could do it myself. The internet Check this too. out. Uh, John Goodman played Babe Ruth in a movie called The Babe. Ooh, you know well, that's I good. That, yeah. That. that what about like Mr. My... Baseball with Tom Selleck? Yeah, 
people. We got we got Miracle Hoosiers. Oh, y'all, Major we're League. fucking up, dude. Remember the Titans? There's something we haven't mentioned. Remember the kid with Bruce Wait, Willis? Wait, if you build it, they will come. Field of Dreams, oh, dude. How awesome was Field of Dreams? It makes me cry, man. He also did Bull Durham, Not a which was a baseball film, movie. For some reason, I just remember the kid. Mm. Did we mention Major League? Uh, Major League. Remember the Titans? Or what about Little Giants? I remember that I remember shit. Little Giants. Yeah. We Love got Rudy, Slapshot, Rocky, Bad News Bears, White Man Can't Jump, Friday Night Lights, <sighs> Raging Bull, The Fighter, Any Given Sunday, Blindside, Creed, A League of Their Own, Ten Cup. Uh, Ten Coach Cup, Carter. dude. Yeah. Not Coach Carter, The Rookie, Million Dollar Baby. Now, what was that... Uh... Bowling movie. Can we put Kingpin in there? We've got to. I love I mean, Kingpin. We've got to. Cool King, Runnings. Oh, it counts. Oh, Jamaican bobsledding team, dude. John Candy. Yeah. We're a Jamaican um, bobsledding team. Dodgeball. They consider that one of the greatest sports movies of all time. Space Jam. Yeah. The Wrestler. I'm a beat a piece of meat. <laughs> we are Marshall. I never watched that. I haven't either. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Show me the money. What about the sixth man? Y'all fuck with the sixth man? I don't man? know if I've seen that. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I got to look it's... it up to see if I've seen it. You've seen it. Oh, oh, I brought this up a while back. The basketball movie with old fucking Marlon Wayne's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if Where we're bringing up basketball movies, Eddie... Yeah. Remember Whoopi Goldberg when she took over the Knicks? Yeah, I remember. Um, what's that one movie with a uh, uh, dude from? Oh shit, man! White men can't jump. That's another sports movie, but not really, but kinda. But there was a movie that had one of the Wayne's brothers, uh, one of the Ghostbusters, and the dude from Home Alone. Tall guy, the sticky bandit. Uh, uh, where they kidnapped him, man. They kidnapped a basketball player. Oh, Celtic Pride. That's it, dude. Yeah, right here it is. So Damon Wayans, Dan Aykroyd, Christopher McDonald. I don't know if that holds up, but when I saw it, when it came out, it was funny. It's Damon Wayans. Oh shit! Wait, I'm gonna pull it up. Dan Aykroyd. I'm gonna pull, dude. It's, I mean, and fucking Sticky Bandit. Hang on. Daniel. You Stern. said Celtic Pride. Yeah, Celtic Pride. Here it is, 1986. Dude, look who, look who wrote it. Look who wrote it. Chud Apatow. Wow. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Look at that. You wow. know that's funny. Kind of want to watch it. Every Shut time up. I see Damon Wayans, I think about Major Pain and Bulletproof. I think about Homie the Clown. <laughs> Homie don't play that. So what's Damon uh, Wayans doing? Let's see. So oh, the he last wrote Boy Scout. He wrote the what? Thing, the only thing that he has written. 
other than like Saturday Night Live and Living Color. Damon Wayans. Um, Colin Quinn. Oh. The only thing that he's written is that movie, and then the rest of it is. I never knew like, he even wrote a movie. Yeah. I didn't know Judd Apatow worked on that one. Like that's a. Yeah. That's that's back in the the duh day, you know, like. Yeah, duh day for sure. Before he was somebody. What is Damon Wayans doing? Let's see. Staying black. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, he's in that Lethal Weapon series. Oh, the TV series. Yeah. I saw a couple he, episodes of it. He was in that, and then um, I want to watch it though because it's got mm-hmm. fucking Sean William Scott in it now. The Stifler. Uh, funny. Yeah. So the first guy that was that played fucking um oh what's his name um oh, fuck give us something he was in he he played fucking uh Jesus Christ Passion of the Christ guy Mel Gibson yeah okay so they, they oh hired lethal one. weapon dude yeah yeah. So they they hired one guy in the first season to play that character, uh-huh. and then he he got fucked up. I think he was like fucking around with somebody or doing something fucked up, and they fired him. Mm-hmm. And then they brought Sean William Scott in. Yeah, he's doing bath salts. Is that what it was? <laughs> I just made that up. I don't think anybody's doing bath salts. Ever since that guy ate that dude's face, I think everybody's like, "All right, we're gonna kick the fuck back with these bath salts." Right. So, and then it says here, Damon Wayans plays Murdoch. So he's too old for this shit. Still. I kind of want to watch it. I, I saw a couple lie. episodes. What's the rating Probably. on it? It is 7.9. Mm. I mean, you get them two together, though. Stifler? Yeah, and Damon Wayans. And what do you got? Fucking major pain, dude. You probably know me, boy. Yeah. I'm gonna break that thing off and kick it around on the ground. I think it got cancelled. I'm not sure. It's done. It is? Yeah. I don't even know that for sure, but I do. It's because it don't come on anymore, you know? 2016 to 2019, it got yeah. three seasons. I think it had a, a good lead in, though. It did good. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, <laughs> we're going to change some shit. I'll go back. I'll watch it. Well, it's nice now because it's finished. Yeah. You know what you got. So, what are we watching next week? Y'all want to do that Brad Pitt movie? Yeah, I'm cool with that. The sci-fi flick. Remember I'm the down. trailer? I remember. It's got Tommy yeah. Jones in it. Yeah. Right? Uh, does it? Yeah, I think he, Tommy Lee Jones plays his dad, and he's, it? he went rogue. And Pretty sure.
crazy that he's doing a sci-fi flick. Right. Let's see. Yeah, he's in it. Okay. Um, I just remember from the trailer, like Tommy Lee Jones, like you know, fifteen, twenty years before, went out on a mission for NASA, and then his son came up in his footsteps, being an astronaut, and then one day they're like, "We need you to do something." Your dad's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. And maybe because you're his son, he'll listen. Right. So, you know, that's what the rating on it is. Tommy Lee Jones still killing it, dude. Like a boss. Yeah, 7.0. Let's do it. It's a PG-13, two hours and three minutes. It's adventure drama mystery. Mm. Oh, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, but here's the thing, dude. Ooh, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Google reviews, which are normally like right there. Yeah. 58%. On IMDb, 7 out of 10, out of almost 70,000 votes. I read the comments on the file in question and yeah. some of the people were like, it's, it's more of a like not my cup of tea. Cause oh, it was so kind of like probably cause they were like, it's out there. You know, there's a twist. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. I won't see that movie with Julian Barrett in it. What was that called? In, in fabric. fabric. I got to see that. Put that on the radar. We'll try to. I'll watch that shit right now. Let me know it. how it yeah. is. That's what's happening. Unless there's something else y'all want to see. Nah, that's fine with me. I mean, that's, well, that's new and it's. It, it's got Brad Pitt in it, which we just watched in this movie, so. Yeah. We don't have anything else going on. I mean, we'll be watching The Mandalorian. Unless y'all want to watch yeah. Once Upon a Time in Mexico again. Or uh, Rambo Last Blood. Can I throw this out there? We do this movie. Do we come in with the Irishman afterwards? Sure. We got to get it in there soon because it's new. Yeah. I'm cool with that. And And if we say it now... Gives you like two weeks to watch it. I'm I'm down. Um, that movie is available. The Irishman? Nope, in fabric. It's available, dude. Oh, okay. It's been available for two years. Jesus. No, it was up. I mean, it was <laughs> around August, but yeah, it's there. Hell yeah. I'm down. I'm in on that. But yeah, so next week we'll check it out. We'll do the thing. We'll come in clutch with the Mandalorian. I'm almost willing to bet. Oh, we had a comment while Could we were we? watching, while we were doing our episode. Steven61 said the ending of Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Wait, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I'm sorry. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Gaslight, the video clip of... Wait, 
of say a man by Panic at the Disco. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Panic at the Discos. What's he talking about? Oh, My nose is bleeding. <laughs> Wait. As like the video clip of Say Amen by Panic at the Disco. I think he meant has, but he put a Q in there instead of an H. Um, all right, Steven61. Yeah. Sure. Um, anyway, we shutting it down. Checks in the mail. Yeah, I got to go to bed. All right, guys, we're shutting it down. We've been two hours and nine minutes. Check back next week. Keep it real. Keep it rigid. Uh, bad lieutenant decision was not long enough. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs>